on and what is going on everybody out there all of you buttes and beauties it is episode number 114 of hat trick hockey which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey you like the hats you like Rob's hoodie, my hoodie, Tristan's shirt that I know he's wearing now. He's wearing his HCH swag on the air. You just smash the link in the post. It'll bring you right into the merch store to collect all of your sweet HTH merch. And here, as always, inside Windsor Laser Cutting Studio, I will bring in the boys. I will bring in Tristan first. Tristan inside Barker Build Studio. Tristan, what's up, guy? <laughs> Boom. You know what? Uh, life is going good right now been uh, enjoying some hockey to start off the season both junior c uh some ohl and nhl so it's good to be back yeah and we'll bring in rob inside clarou and sun roofing studio what's up big dog a little it's under November, the weather, bitches yeah i could see the stash has started already it's, it's 30 it's 30 <laughs> yeah are you doing like the fucking the like just the upper lip or just the upper lip, lip? yeah you, oh, do do the hogan no, no, I can't. Do the fucking handlebars. Who wants a mustache ride? I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not doing that. Not going that far yet. But I went out and bought some uh, uh with that hair dye shit. Trying to uh, bring it in a little darker, like uh, Tom Selleck, you know. <laughs> but uh, I was told not to because then I'd have to dye my hair and fucking do all that shit too. So that's Magnum, how- Magnum PI. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have one of the buddies that hangs out at the uh, at the Meg Club, and he's got a he's got a tattoo right here. Of a Come mustache. on, I'm not kidding. Holy shit! So that's kind of funny that I did that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were sick. Are yeah, uh, uh, making chili on Sunday. Uh, Everything was rocking. I was I was uh, uh, food prepping, cooking chicken. I made a big breakfast, did all the chili, and then all of a sudden it just fucking hit me like a hammer. Like I, I just started feeling achy in my fingers and my hair. Fuck every every my skin hurt. It it was so bad. So I uh, I booted up the shoppers and uh, got a little Mickey of whiskey. To uh, wash down the NyQuil. Jesus. I'm telling you, bro, I sweat that bitch out in a day and a half. My God. Yeah. Just probably soaked, eh? Oh, my my pillows were soaked right through. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I, I had to switch pillows because I just tried flipping one over thinking that that'll just do it and not a chance. And it's all slimy and shit. Oh, on it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. It was like the worst <laughs> drooling factory you could ever have. <laughs> and that's you on a normal day too, drooling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look like one of those bad porns where they peel the sheet off the face. And- oh. <laughs> <laughs> First it was all over his laptop. Now it's on his fucking pillow. Jesus. That's yeah. yeah, I was uh there was a day or so too where I was kind of feeling a little bit shitty too. Actually, like Tristan's been the only one here that's been healthy. Well, he's young. A okay. Plus he's young. Yeah. <laughs> so um he don't, so boys, he don't drink half of, he don't drink at all. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. So a couple things here I want to uh shoot the shit with you boys on before we get in to the 73s and then on to our NHL news and stuff like we always do. So our boy Lee Harris is coming home from um, 
November 9th to the 11th. He's coming home. On behalf of the show, we have set up for him to where he's going to go on the ice and he's going to do his thing with a uh, 2010 AAA team. He's going to skate with the 73s. He's going to skate with Lakeshore, and he's going to skate with the Leamington Flyers. Oh, that's awesome. So I've set up all those skates on behalf of the show just to hook up the boys, the teams that we're the the closest to. Um, Also, um, he's going to be interviewing with the Harrow News, AM 800, possibly one of the television stations as well. So it's pretty cool what Lee's doing, coming back here, giving his time and everything. Um, I'm probably going to follow him around a little bit, shoot a little bit of content for our pages and this and that. So when we go to the Essex skate and stuff, if you guys want to, you guys are more than welcome to meet us over at the rink and stuff and meet Lee and face to face and stuff like that. So that will be good. Secondly, uh, November 19th, I was invited to play in a, the Maple Leafs alumni game in Amherstburg. I hope you get fucking buried. I was invited to play in that at seven o'clock. Rob, these guys are older, dude. So I I hope Dave Ellett sticks you right in the throat. Yeah, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. That would be awesome. But Dave Ellett's not even playing. So he's a Maple Leaf alumni. I know, but he's not playing that day. Who's playing? Do you know? The ones that are listed so far that kind of we would know is like Ally Afraidy, Rick Bive, Peter Holland, our buddy, uh, our buddy Warner's playing in it as well. So nice. I was invited by by Wes Ewer. So Wes Ewer invited me to come out and play. Um, Wes is friend of the show, former guest, everything like that. So he came on. So yeah, Chris I'm, Queen and uh, uh, Jeff Ponick are playing in that as well, right? Are they? Yep. Sweet. So good. So a couple more beauties out there with us. So yeah. so my buddy Ryan Ryan Livesey, he is the president and CEO of a company out west. It's called um stashy it's called s-t-a-s s-t-a-s-h-i-i S-T-A-S-H-I-I is how it's spelled it's called stashy so what it is is essentially it's a like air b and b type thing for your storage is what it is so when i kind of told him that i was invited to the game and everything i was just going to pay out of pocket to play and uh he said listen why don't you it was a great idea on his part, but he's like, why don't he's like, I'll cover the cost for you to play when you do your content piece for it. I want our name to be sponsored. So they're going to sponsor the video, the content piece video for it. So those guys are coming in. So Ryan is a good buddy. We played hockey together and stuff. We, we moved out West. He's got a wife, kid, everything out West. He's doing amazing. So, and he's a big Leafs guy, Rob. So you and him would get along pretty good. So maybe when he's home, we'll end up meeting up with him or something. He's a beauty and he likes to drink beers too. So this so, kid. So yeah. now are, are they going back to shooters afterwards or do you I'm know the whole sure. thing that's so, going on? So Wes said that he was going to be, uh, he, there's a meeting next week that he's going to be going to. It's so it's the, the Amherstburg Rotary Club is the yeah. one putting it on. So Wes said there's a meeting next week that they're going to try to figure all that out and see if the guys are going to stick around and stuff. So if they do, I'll definitely let you guys know. And we can, you guys want to have some beers with some NHL? Yeah. Well, they should, you know, like they usually do like for any of those events. uh... I guess they were saying a few, a few years back, just before COVID when they had it, that it was the Habs, the Habs alumni came in and I guess they, they left the place pretty quick. Well, they're, they're the Canadians. Like fuck them. So I was hoping that they were going to put us in like one of the like rec rooms at the rink and 
let us get a bunch of beer and everything so we can mingle with them right like that would have been cool i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised oh. if they, you guys all end up back at shooters so we'll see what tell matt kelly so, about it yeah so i know i already i already told wes that too but wes said that matt kelly always takes care of them no matter what because yeah. matt is a beauty like that so yeah. as everything comes out i'll let you guys know so that way if you guys want to come along too you guys will also be able to do that okay I, can i just interrupt you for one second sure. well, what everybody needs to know is why i have the mustache is uh prostate cancer awareness mm-hmm. uh everybody should be doing it um i think maybe we we should talk about like after the show or something uh doing like uh a like and, and uh, share with this uh, episode and maybe some people put their own mustaches on mm-hmm. and take a picture of it and send it to the show. And uh, yeah. we, 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 we throw in a hoodie or a hat or yeah, whatever. Or a shirt you know or something. Like, All right. Yeah. Well, give I'm them, down give for them that. something because we were supposed to do something a little while ago and we never end up getting around to it. We want to see the dirtiest stash. Though. Yeah. Dirtiest stash wins. Yeah. Yep. And we'll be the judges. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be unanimous yeah and it's not right? a fake mustache where you got yes. that <laughs> no not man i mean i want to see the greasiest stashes of stashes yeah i, I think that I would want... be a great great piece yeah that's and, a great know, idea and then share them on the on the pod and and uh yeah i think that would be awesome so you know what we're we're doing it oh fuck it we're saying it right now greasiest stash what what should should we set the date what date should we set it for Give it, give it a month it's, it's for november month. so you can you can yeah, wait november, throw your november dirtiest 30th. mustache that you can and then put it in and we'll keep mentioning it every week yeah. you know like that this is going on until what the 31st mm. you, you have to have it in by the 31st yes that's going to be rob's job on the show because rob's doing the stash so that's you kid you got to mention it every show i, I will for sure because i'm the will, one can. growing it and yeah. Tristan, i don't know if he can or can't no. <laughs> hard to hard to grow on uh steel right Tristan? <laughs> hard to grow hair on steel <laughs> yeah i suppose i didn't say cement i said that's steel funny. like you're like I'm superman cement. like this I'm guy cement. over here on my shoulder <laughs> that's funny but yeah so steel yeah so everybody keep an eye for that. So we're going to do dirtiest stash by the end of the month. I'll throw up a post for it. And boys, we want to see the stashes. We want to see the greasy ones. So also one other thing I watched that, uh, rivals. Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> Which, who, who was in that one? The, the Darren McCarty, Claude Lemieux. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't even fucking. It's seen incredible. It. It's, it's where, so cool. Where did you see it at? It's, it's awesome. It's on the box. Is it? Donnie Fryer's Yeah. Thing. Is it like in the series or the movies or whatever? In yeah. the movies. ESPN 60, I think it yeah. was. 360. Okay. 60, 60, yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking right. I'm searching that shit. Darren McCarty hosts it and Claude Lemieux comes on and tells the story about what and why it happened and how it happened. And Draper's on there. Adam Foote's on there. Like the all crazy... that shit started with, uh, I think it was Kozlov. Foot was going to hit him into the corner and he grabbed him by the back of the head and freaking smashed his face into the glass. No penalty, no nothing. And uh, that's, that's where it went. It went kind of, kind of haywire from there. It's funny that you say that because everybody thinks that it started with the Draper hit. And I always tell everybody, no, it It started before that. And and that's how it all went down. And then, and Claude always said too, he said, I didn't like 
turtle or I didn't try to turtle. He said when he punched me, I was knocked out. Yeah, he said he he talks about <laughs> He's it. He's like, yeah. I couldn't fuck. He's like, I was out for a second. So how are you supposed to fight when you're knocked out? So yeah. but I'll and Draper still doesn't forgive uh no, Lemieux. Oh, no, he doesn't. His face is fucked. No. And yeah. also, too, um everybody don't forget that Claude and Mac fought too the next time they played and they had a fucking tilt. It was, it was right, good. right it, off the start it of the shows all right, of it. Right, right at the start of the game. So everybody, yeah, be sure we're actually due to have Darren on. We're due for a Darren visit. We usually have you know what was wild too is when Darren and Claude fought the second time. Claude was on the other side of the ice and he skated over to Darren's side and he made the other guy go to the other side. Yeah, yeah, he so knew he, he was he, he was ready to answer doing. the bell, you know. Like now, you know what? That was probably the smartest thing he could have done. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's gonna say, fuck you, I'm not gonna turtle, we're gonna go. And you know what? That was a great scrap, too. So yeah, I'm fantastic. In, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that tonight. But he was a dirty prick, no matter how you look oh, at him. He was yeah, he was a savage. So nasty. Complete savage. Fellas. 73s are buzzing, boys. Oh, yeah. Boys are buzzing. 12 and 1 now. Closest. They just beat team. Amherstburg on Sunday, 5 0. Yeah. I think it was 4 0. Closest yeah. team to them, six points away. That obviously being Lakeshore. Our boy Shirky, 11 goals. Red hot start. Uh, Archer still leads the squad, 15 points. Boys are buzzing. They went 9 and 0 in October. They haven't lost since September 21st, which was their only loss of the year, obviously, to Wheatley. They've won 10 straight. Um, so like we just like mentioned there that they, uh, the last game, they won four Oh, in Amherstburg boys, 59 shots on goal. It's one thing that I keep bringing up that I absolutely love what they're doing. The more you shoot, the more you're going to score boys. So they're ripping shots. What I liked about the last home game that we were all at with against Lakeshore, how fast paced gritty was that game. Everybody was finishing their hits. There was so there's lots of hitting. The boys look good. They had their scrums, couple scraps, whatever. Um, but man, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Cherky scored two times in that game, I believe. What are you guys getting so far? Yep. Like, what do you so uh Tristan will flick it over to you here? What do you see so far from the boys with their uh hot start here? Well, you know, first of all, I like uh, that they're playing very good two-way hockey. They're keeping the goals against to the lowest in the league. That's right. And the goals for, it's unbelievable. Like like you said, the more shots you put on net, the more you're going to score. And that's what they're doing. Jamie's got them really buzzing in the offensive zone. And what I really see where they beat teams is the neutral zone. Their conversion over from offense to defense is seen. They're right back into the zone. And it's fantastic to watch because their goalies are also backing them up in the defensive zone when there is a collapse in the defense the goalie's right there uh adrian mcbride and kevin mccabe they've been absolutely lights out mm-hmm. so uh, i i love it all around playing well their power play is rolling too and like guys like luke shirk and jacob archer letting the puck go i'm i don't see anyone uh coming near them in the standings this year they're gonna roll so love it rob what about you what do you think big dog I, I just get into all the beers and I can't remember the games. Like, Y'all just kind of blur into one, you know. Like you're welcome. Just, you can tell us about the first period of every game. Yeah, right? after that first period, and then you just get into them and fucking talk to everybody, and everybody wants to talk to you. So, um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, 
I love I love the boys. Uh, I really like how they seem to bail, uh, like offense bails, defense out, defense bails, offense out. The goalies bail everybody out, and everybody bails the goalie out. So like it's 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 uh, all for one and one for all, you know. So mm-hmm. I I, th- I think it, it's pretty awesome that you know uh, you can't get up if you can't get down, mm-hmm. you know. What I was laughing about in yep. that game too is near the end of the game. So I th- I think it was it was Fields right who got in a little bit of a scrap there. So they throw him out or whatever. He goes to showers. He's up in the stands. Well, the guy was still in the game that he that he had like went after. So he's fucking chirping down at him from stands. He was yelling at him, turtle. He was yelling at him. And the guy, they were meh, 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 one on the ice, one in the stands. I'm like, Jesus, boys, <laughs> like, you guys are going to, you're going to get another couple times to play here. Just settle it whenever. But yeah, it was funny though. I, I love it. The grittiness and everything. Lakeshore too. They've been fucking snapping it around too, as always. Um, have, you, have you guys heard anything on like, on like Leamington or anything like that lately? I know Leamington, Leamington is doing well. just lost three in a row. Did they? I, I'm pretty sure yeah. I, I just saw that on yeah I just saw that on their website that uh, they're trying to get out of their funk there because uh, they lost to Chatham St. Mary's and isn't Chatham a wagon this year too though like aren't they they really? always yeah. are yeah. they always are so St. Mary's St. Mary's is a really good uh, hotbed for hockey too I seen the one the one team that's doing really isn't it London. Isn't London like crazy good right now? London Nationals? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're they always got the they're like the like London's farm team. Oh boy. Them and uh uh Kamolka Kings. Those teams are always loaded because they got the kids who aren't quite ready for OHL. So how do you know that? Because my buddy played for Kamolka. Uh shout out Ewan Johnson. Uh, He plays like he played with all the uh Logu, who's now uh, dropped first round by the Habs. Uh, yeah, so lots of talent in that pipeline. Damn. And they got they got a lot of people to uh, choose from too, right? So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's a pretty big hotbed there of uh, hockey. This whole area, man, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, anything else on junior hockey in the area before? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spits are always red hot, as always right now. They're an absolute wagon. They've just yeah, been winning, really winning, well winning, winning. They're ranked winning. They're ranked fourth, I want to say, in the country right now. CHL, they're ranked fourth, so doing very good. Yeah. Yeah, they're scoring a shit ton right now, too. So I did hear that the Junior C is going to that Memorial Cup style um, uh tournament again yeah um it's in woodstock this year which isn't too bad it's not that far if we wanted to go down and you know see see a couple games but Mm -hmm. like what do you guys think about this whole like i don't think this uh commissioner whoever he is i don't i don't know his name but this this is shit i don't like this at all how much revenue is essex gonna lose um you know from this tournament mm-hmm. they're going to miss out on two series at least and you know if they're playing for the smalls that place is going to be fucking packed right yeah <clears throat> but 
you know what I mean? They're, they're going to miss out on two series of revenue. That's what 1500 people in, in the building mm-hmm. and they're selling 50, 50 tickets and, and you know, they're, they're beer, like it, beer, beer alone, food, the, yeah. the kids eating all the food and, and the concession stand. And, and uh, what's the name runs an amazing concession stand there that Timmy Stanley. Kids, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just think it's a really shitty idea again. Mm-hmm. I like the series format too. Well, there's nothing like a good six, five, five, seven game series. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to create rivalries and, and shit like that. Well, you go up and you play a round robin. What do you play? Three games? Yeah. I think you play everybody once and then. And then you go and you, and you seed yourself or now it's yeah. a play down and you're gone. What one and you're gone or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't agree. Yeah. With it's it. a reseed. I yeah. I don't like one, it. One faces four and two faces three. Right. So it's, I, I don't like it either. Uh, it's very, like you said, not only the revenue, but the fans, right? They don't get to enjoy those games at home mm-hmm. anymore. Like teams like Essex would always have home advantage. So it's always bumping in there and it's that's a big takeaway as well for momentum which is a large part of hockey in any sport right. where you've got the fans on your side now it's like a dead arena you get the parents of the players and that's it right so yeah. unless we uh arrange a bus i'm sure the legion or somebody will come up with arranging a bus to go down there you know what i mean for a game or two or whatever right. but you know like they play on a tuesday or a wednesday because i think it's a week a week tournament, right? Like a one week tournament. Right. So, you know, I mean, you got to miss time from work and not, not when it's right here and I can just go right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be nice. Why that, why would you make it easy though? Yeah. I I understand (laughs) it last year with, with, you know, the shortened season and all that stuff. And, you know, I kind of understand it, but I really don't because that would have made those teams make that much more money. Uh, for their revenue for their teams right mm-hmm. yeah and especially with the year they, they lose lost out on it and and the team that's not even in it i don't think there was a team in it from where it was played last year and that that town made all the money out of it so i i i don't know i don't like it yeah well speaking of another thing uh should we hop into the nhl here boys that sounds go. like a plan rob leafs it's like eight games in, 10 games in, whatever. They're 500. Everybody's hitting the fucking panic button oh already. Technically, they're only one point back from where they were last year at this time. Yep. I don't think it's anything too crazy for Leafs fans. It's not, be, but it's the Leafs. And everybody right just now. fucking. Yeah. That's the media, ridiculous. man. That's it, the it, Toronto fucking media. Toronto it, it, it media sure is, is fucking horrible. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins, you're not hearing anything about them. They're four and four. Colorado Avalanche, they're four and four. Nobody's nobody's saying words about them. They're the Stanley Cup champs. Mm-hmm. Should they be nine and one like Boston? I don't know. Boston's really impressing me, but Boston, fuck last night it was nuts, but we'll get to that later. Um so lately, kind of the things like Marner got benched, he's leaving the bench, slamming his bench for one there. shift. I know. And everybody made a big shit about it. If you're the coach, though, would you have sat him longer? No, I wouldn't have sat him at all. Why did he sit him? Because he coughed up a puck playing yeah, I, defense. I, th- I think it led to a goal, didn't it? It did. It was a uh, what was Trevor's, his name? Uh, Zegers? Zegers goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't let that guy go. But but you know, I mean, I think I think you're asking too much of Mitch Marner. Mm. 
I just my like, opinion, I my opinion, that team on not in there. They're simply simply fueled by talent. I don't think that coach is doing anything to help them or to make them even worse. I think their whole team is what they are, and the coach is an outside factor. So Barry Trotz might be looking back to uh, come into coaching this year at some point. And I would not be surprised if that means Keefe is on the outs. Mm -hmm. I agree. I would just make the move. Barry Trotz. So the thing was, was he wanted, he said he wanted to, or he was looking at a, he's never coached a original six. And do you think that was time fitting? You know what I mean? And not to mention Marty's pretty secure in Montreal right like all the all He's the fine there. all the original six coaches are fine the only ones that is up in the air is keith and, and, and keith may have lost the room that's true too you know like he he uh he says shit in the media and then he goes well that came out wrong yeah he backpedals a lot and a i lot, hate that a lot he's no, not accountable stick, if, if it was tortorella tortorella would say what he has to say and then leave it at that yeah. yeah, and you can ask Tortorella. him any questions you want to ask him about it, and he'll say, "No, I said what I said because of the reason I said it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to repeat myself." Soon as, soon as he starts getting a little bit of pressure, boom! Next thing you know, he starts, "Oh, okay, guys, you know, like." But let's let's look at let's look at the leaders on that team. Where are they? Where's Johnny T? Where's Where's Matthews? You want to be a captain of, of this team some year? Like, if you do, you do. You don't, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to stay, who fuck, who knows? But have they had closed door meetings? Have they? You know what I mean? Like, they're not they're not sweating it right now. So, Tristan, I don't know. P- uh, people can say whatever they want, but like, uh, what was it? Florida. Florida got beat by by the Coyotes. I didn't, I didn't hear shit about that. All I heard about was it, it was the opening night of their season at the new arena. That's it. Not they, saying the number two or three seed in the yeah. NHL got beat by the last place yeah. team in the league. And they gave everybody mullets for, for the first game. Awesome. <laughs> and you should. <laughs> that, that was sweet. Tristan, you what know, were you going to say? Regardless. Uh, there. Uh, regardless of it being a bad venue, I like for size wise and stuff, I watched part of that game and you know what? The fans were really into it and it was oh, yeah. good to see because it's packed, albeit 5,000 fans, but you know what? They're loud. They're cheering on their team. And, uh, yeah, it looked like it would, would have been a good environment to play in. And, uh, who was it? Pierre-Luc Dubois was quoted as saying that's the best ice surface he's played on in the yeah, NHL. I heard that. Mm-hmm. So also, too, did they have the band and shit going there, too? Yep. That's awesome. Well, it's yeah, all college kids. I know, after, I know right? but that's, that, that's what I mean. I love that, though. The band there, that's sick. So you're saying 5,000 people. That's that's 3,000 more than were at any of their home games when they were at the whatever freaking arena they had yeah. before that. Because it was like an hour drive from the city out to the arena. You know, it's like going to the Silver Dome and calling yeah. them the Detroit Lions. Yeah, that they're was in Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah. That was in was their old rink in was it Glendale? I don't know. I thought it was or, Tempe. Or I thought Tempe was where they wanted to put one. It's vice versa, one or the yeah, other. Yeah, either way. It's I, I know there were, it was called like Gila River. 
yeah. arena but i'm, I'm but, gonna go with tristan on this yeah. one I'm, yeah you know what i'm probably gonna back him too on, i'm gonna back him doing that because he's, he's way more dialed he straightens than us out on a lot of things <laughs> yeah. i know it was called healer or uh whatever monthly fees yeah. so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you <laughs> all right um would you guys make a change in management for toronto yeah uh, I don't think it's a management issue, honestly. I I actually well I like the team that. You know Kyle Dubas is a perplexing uh, individual because it seems like his free agent signings are always great, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to ex- extensions, he shits the bed. Like and I'm like, like when he extended Kerfoot, that's that contract is bad. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> What did he, what did he, what did he land him again? Do I think it was like remember? 3.5 for a third liner. Oh yeah. That's kind of, that's stiff. Yeah, man. So I think we're all going to kind of agree on that. If there's going to be any move, it's probably going to be made coaching wise. Right. Yeah. yeah I, think I, he, I, I think he's lost the room. I really do. want to know. You know what? Just make the fucking move. Just make yeah. the move. Fire him. Make the move. Well, I don't think it'll early, happen. I don't think it'll happen. I, I think they'll 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 wait till like Thanksgiving, and they'll be at like fifteen to twenty games by then. And I think that's when it. Uh... Do you think that they? I I'm just saying. I would just do it now. Just like a fucking band aid. Rip off. See ya. Bye. Bring in Barry. Because you know Barry's gonna fucking whoop those boys in the shape when he goes in there. Look oh yeah. He, look. Do you look think? Do you think if Washington. Barry came in that he would strip Tavares of the C? No, I don't think he would. I I think if Barry comes in, Austin Matthews all of a sudden becomes like a top three Selkie candidate. He teaches two way hockey better than anyone else in the league. Yeah. Like what he did with the Capitals that yeah, year. For sure. They had all the talent un- in the world, right? They had all the talent in the world, and it, they just couldn't get get it going. Mm-hmm. Then he comes in, John Carlson, who was an offensive defenseman his whole career. Now all of a sudden he's a great two-way guy, throwing yep. body checks, shutting people down, and I just love what he does with teams. Mm-hmm. He's that old. I think it, I think it, it's in Toronto's best uh, because you know what? Like in reality, Keith Keith was an AHL uh, a good AH, AHL coach, mm-hmm. um, right? But really hasn't done anything with Toronto and the, the talent they got there. So no. what do you do? You, you, you can't change the team. You got to change the coach. So you go, yeah. you comb your hair over like Donald Trump. You comb it over a little bit. And then you just tell him, you're fired. That's what you do. <laughs> you're fired. So <laughs> what you do. I'm just saying, do it sooner than later. Don't fucking wait on it. If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, you got to bite the bullet. Because there comes a point where all of a sudden it's – start of december you're going into whatever christmas break and you're sub 500 mm-hmm. that could really affect the team's psyche if oh for sure and said for too long if, uh, if, we if, can they lose were, games. if they were under 500 at the christmas break they ain't making the playoffs that's what i mean that's why i'm saying let's yeah let's do i it agree now. do it now do it now i have no problem with it i and think i think i think he's lost the room and, and... you know like with all that backpedaling he's doing and it, it, and you sit mitch martyr for one shift fucking sit him for a fucking period if you're gonna sit him like who sits for a shift that's what i was saying nobody nobody do anything to him like come on 
Yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. We will monitor that whole situation. Obviously, the whole fucking league is and the whole world is. So we'll check that out. Um, Trevor Zegers got fined fifteen hundred for a slash in the game against the Sharks. I didn't really see it. Did did you guys? I but okay. Listen, these guys play in the NHL. Okay, the money that they make. Yeah. And you give him a fucking fifteen hundred dollar fine. Fifteen hundred. Probably had it in his pocket when he left the rink. Like, like yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? It was just a fine. It was not a suspension. It was just a fine. Fifteen hundred dollars. You know that. For that, at the, they that would sp- break me, but them, fuck, whatever. Yeah, he probably probably had it in his pocket at the rink. I'd yeah. be crying. I'd be crying. Like, I, I, there was one thing I want to talk about too. Speaking to fines and suspensions, there's been a couple with high sticks and slashes this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, last week, Michael Rasmussen of the Red Wings, yeah, um, threw a check, and on the fall through the check because his stick was up in the air, he brought the Boston player's face, caught him across the face. He got a two-game suspension. No prior. Uh, faults or mm. penalties were given out to him. The week before that, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov of the Washington Capitals has a guy who's on his knees who just threw a check on him, two hands the player right in the kisser, and he gets one game suspension. <laughs> like it was clear there was no puck in the air or anything. He whacked him right in the face with his stick like a weapon, and he got one game. That's that's a twenty five plus game suspension. I George Peros is a he's nuts. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like the, the guy has no continuity in his room. It, like that was almost as bad as um, Marty McSorley on Brashear. You know, like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. So I love that you're starting to get pissed off on the show once in a while. No, well, it's ridiculous. It makes me happy. (laughs) It makes me laugh because he's just such a Red Wing fan that he just like (laughs) bitching about this and that, and it's always oh the Red Wing. Well, like, how would you feel if like a third liner like uh, Kelly Yarncroke? Oh, I I, I totally agree with you. I'm just giving you the gears, buddy. I'm just giving you the gears. That's all. That's all. See, see how easy is the rattle? I love it. I love it. it makes for um, good content tristan mm-hmm. i'm glad definitely so yeah but that's fucked up oh man you fucking homer <laughs> even though we just talked for the leafs about 15 minutes of the leaf stock yeah, but we all agreed on it oh, everybody yeah, was in agreement sure. on what they should do and how they should do yep. it so now so, it's just that no no but but who does that put that on did, did, does shanahan step over top of dubas if dubas is not going to do it does he go over top of him and say, "Listen, this is what we're, he's out"? I would. Or does Dubas set Dubas pull the trigger and say, "Sorry, they're buddies too, right? Though, no, like, aren't they? Didn't they work together yes, they before? Are. They worked together before in the OHL, I believe. Right, right. So, I, I it, you should never hire friends. Nope, that's right. Also, could Shani be saying to Kyle, like, "Hey, if this year goes to shit, our jobs are probably on the fucking line too." Well, he's no not my not my ownership job. is breathing Your down. job, but that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though, if they have a shitty year, it could be all fucking three of them gone by the end of the year. For all we know, yeah, ownership is breathing down their neck because it's the top market in the NHL, and like you've got to be good, especially with a roster like that. You should have fifty plus win seasons easily, yeah. in conference finals at least. But we know how that goes, so. Mm. So you guys know how they always... That's a door that closes every week. (laughs) 
So you guys know how they say you got to be in good shape and everything to play in the NHL. You got to work out, take care of your body, this and that. Patrick Maroon. Yeah. No, there's one, there's another guy in the league that just goes all, just proves all odds. His body should go to science when he passed away. Phil, Phil the Thrill Kessel sets the Iron Man streak for the NHL. Okay. What is it? Like 900? How how many games is it, Tristan? It's nine. 60s i don't know fuck yeah it's it's crazy it's it's over i think in total it's over like 11 seasons yeah it's like 13 years or something yeah well so he, anybody can play that long uh, yeah. going in front of the net or the closest, going into the corner first the closest to him i believe is brent burns and he's like 300 games away he's at like five late five early 600 so that's fucking crazy congrats to phil because that's nuts but yeah, it just proves to you, eh, that you don't got to do shit. And for a guy too that like probably doesn't work out, doesn't do the testing, doesn't anything, does his own thing, and Crushes that guy wieners, uh, and that guy can still skate like the wind, <laughs> like that's well, like yeah. scored his four hundred too, right? Yeah, the four hundred yeah. in that the same game, game, the yeah. same game he broke yeah. the record. He scored his four hundred. So well, he scored it in Toronto, but they called it back. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> He's got like, well. He's got plenty of extra calories to burn off, right? <laughs> he could go out there for ten extra shifts, and he's burned the same as some guy who's been in there for five shifts. So <laughs> he funny. sweats like a pig. But yeah. So, congrats to Phil. He's a beauty. I love his. He is a. He's funny. He's funny off the ice. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a. Funny. He's a pretty witty guy too. So, yeah. congrats to Phil. Pretty good golfer um, too. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that too. Well, he got good in Toronto. They're out every first round. Yeah, he had uh, he had lots of time. All man. that practice. Yeah, all that practice <laughs> in June. He was good to go. Boys, Eric Carlson. EK, man. E- you know what? Uh, I wish I would have taken him for the Norris, but, I mean, he's had a couple down years in San Jose who, like I said, they went from hero to zero really quick. And uh, I, I'm so happy to see that he's thriving. Uh, you know, like, his his defensive pairing, I believe he's paired with a guy of the name of Mario Ferraro, who's very underrated defenseman, by the way. Uh, very good two-way guy. Doesn't get talked about enough. But, yeah, like now he's he's sitting at nine goals, second in the league. And he's destroying anyone right now. If the season ends now, I know it's early, but I don't like top five in points in the league. He's, he's back, baby. Like 2014 prime Eric Carlson. He's back and it looks like he's here to stay. Like I was like, okay, first couple games, he's got whatever four points in two games, and now all of a sudden he's 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 looking pretty dangerous. Mm. And the Sharks have they started out in a big hole and they've kind of brought themselves back to around five hundred. So yeah, you know, like well, I mean there's still helped him out with that one too. Mm-hmm. Leafs are helping a lot of people out. I mean, <laughs> you're making yeah. a lot of bad teams yeah. look good. And he also got a hat trick the other night, and that was the second one in team history by a guy on the blue line as well. Mm-hmm. So the last one was 2013. That was Brent Burns, and that was the first of Eric Carlson's career, if you can believe that. For how great his first one. So we're seeing. I, I'm thinking right now with him, if he keeps up at this pace, we're seeing like, yeah, like you had said earlier. I'm gonna kind of hop on to what you had said earlier, Tristan. Was we're seeing Ottawa Eric Carlson right now. Yeah, and it's fucking. 
This is the guy San Jose traded for right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy right there. Drew Batty's three years away from contention. Yeah, but... I think I think he had a couple down years there just because of, I think it's this shit that was going on in his life, right? There was a lot of shit going on off the ice. Yeah, that was uh, unfortunate. The who, Mike who Hoffman's... That? Yeah, the Mike, okay. Hoffman, I guess when they first played each other after the trade or whatever, offered him a fight. Would you just fought? No, I'd have fought his old lady. Just to fucking get it over with. Yeah, there was a lot. She was the bitch stirring it all up. But that's what I mean, though. But I'm saying, would you have fought there? I would have fought him off the ice. No, but I mean, at least on the ice. I would have fought him in the dressing room before I left. No, I know, but I'm just saying. But so Hoffman, it was a few years back, obviously, but Hoffman skated right up to him and like grabbed him and was like, let's go. And then Carlson didn't do anything. I would have been like, all right, fuck, let's go. Let's get this over with. You but know? that asshole, seriously, it had nothing to do with Carlson. It was the old ladies that were fucking going at it. Yeah. So why do I got to fight that guy when you know that guy's going to tune you? Yeah, Mike Hoffman. Cross-check him in the face and then say fucking deal with that. So are we setting up the pool in the jello? Yeah, the pillows and, <laughs> you know, feathers and whatever. <laughs> Pillow fight. That's... Uh... <laughs> That was really an unfortunate situation, and you know what? It, Eric Carlson seems like a pretty timid guy, but like he does. My 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 own um experience. I I don't care if he's tough or not. I'm tuning Mike Hoffman because you don't talk about someone's wife or child and stuff like that. It's that's what I mean. That crossed the line to me. That's yeah. where that's where it's a fight on site. Right. But, yeah. But was it Hoffman that said it, or was it his old? It was his. It was his girlfriend at the girlfriend. time. Right. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the two guys. No, and that's right? you know what I I understand where Carlson was coming from actually. Now that I look at it, because you're dropping yourself down to their level, right? It in the first place. Yep. Right. You I just agree. turn in the other cheek, like why? Why do I have to own. fight you because your old lady's such a bitch? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I would have fought. Yeah, I know that's and and you know what? If Mike Hoffman was a class act, he would have dumped her. Right there, because that's a loser move. Yep. Big red flag. You're right. You're 100% right on that. I totally agree with you on that. Definitely. You got to know there's something wrong with your old lady if she's doing shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I like Mike Hoffman as a hockey player. He's a good hockey player, very talented, and uh, he's doing well with Montreal. So good luck for him. But at the same point, his counterpart, not the classiest classiest of people. So Is he he still with her? I think so. Yeah, they got married. I want to say they got a couple. And I'm sure days. she'll stir some shit up in Montreal. <laughs> Probably. We'll we'll see what happens. Anyways, we don't really pay too much attention to the shit that happens off the ice, but right. still, I'm just saying, I would have fought. Hot starts, fellas. Vegas, Boston, to name a few. Tristan, yeah. I know you're over there chomping at the bit. Give her, buddy. Well, first <laughs> of all, um, with the new coach in Boston – uh, this doesn't surprise me very much. And this is why I had them uh, topping out the Atlantic this year because of the fact that their new coach, his name's Jim Montgomery. Uh, I watched him a couple years ago in Dallas, what he did with them after they had fired Lindy Ruff. Uh, they brought in um, Mon- Montgomery, who was their assistant at the time. Uh, and he brought them to a game seven in the second round, double OT, where they lost to the eventual Stanley Cup champions. So I, I really, really uh, love his style. He's a very defense first. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's going to win. A, if a game is below three goals, 
Boston's winning it. That's just how he plays. Like, he gets the best out of his goaltenders and his defense, and, like, he made Miro Haskin and John Klingberg who they were in Dallas, and he's doing the same thing with, uh, uh, who's their top team in right now? Matt Grizzlick, since uh, mm-hmm. Charlie McAvoy's out still. But, um, yeah, like, Grizzlick and Hampus Lindholm. I forgot Lindholm signed there, so he's helping them out. Linus Olmark, Vesna-level goaltending this year. And uh, moving over to Vegas, uh, they're kind of the opposite end of the uh, they're blasting them like everyone they got who is uh, they've traded for like M- Mark Stone and uh, Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. Really hot starts from both of them. And their goalie has been lights out. Uh, Logan Thompson. Mm. He's fantastic. Uh, he's got like a 940 save percentage right now. And he's just, uh, yeah, looking really, really hot. And their top D-man, uh, who's probably my favorite defenseman in the league, uh, Shea Theodore, he's really, really, really doing well for them. So, yeah. Rob, who's who do you think, like, who's shocked you so far to start? Who's been off to a hot start? Uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Philly, I too. I really like their start. But everybody knew, but a lot of people think that <clears throat> it's going to get old in Philadelphia, right? Like, the, the players are going to start rebelling against him because he's such a hard ass drill sergeant, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but, you know, like at the end of the day, there's so many people that said that that can take the shit from him that have said he made me the hockey player I am today, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, there's so many younger players that just that can't handle that, that I, I tough love, we'll call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh I just I just think that uh th- th- they're the ones that impress me the most right now. You want to know who's really impressing me right now? The New Jersey Devils. It's the right. Started fucking 7 and 3. Red hot. Jasper Brad has been unreal. 16 points in his first 10 games. How do you say it? uh Nico Heischer is a is that how you say it? He sure? Yeah, it's it's Nico Hishier and uh, Jesper Brat. Yeah. yeah, he is from, uh, I want to say Sweden, so it's pronounced Jesper. But yeah. yeah. And they're getting Hughes is chipping in 10 points, Dougie Hamilton, seven. I'm loving where, what they're doing right now. They have a nice roster, man. They're, to me, are one of the fucking sleeper teams yeah right now no one's really thinking about New Jersey right now. Well, guess what? Keep your eye out because New Jersey is fuck the way they're playing right now is like i said they're they're seven and three right now so red hot start by by them i was surprised because to be honest with you i thought they were going to be shit yeah and just my uh prediction as of now i don't think their goaltending is where it needs to be to continue this record so if new jersey feels they have a good shot at playoffs this year and Anaheim doesn't look like they are going to. I see where you're going I, with this. I look for John Gibson to be moved to uh, out east to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I think he could really be the finishing piece because he's been stuck in a crappy situation in Anaheim. Yeah, like he's, he's a fantastic goalie. And I feel for him every year getting blasted because Anaheim's blue line is tough. But mm-hmm. yeah. So what about teams off to a slow start? Who, like who do you think would like who would you say? Um, Vancouver. Yeah. Two, St. Louis. I, two, six and two. I was going to say St. Louis, Nashville, yeah. two, three and Columbus. six. 
It's crazy, man. Nashville's tied with Arizona for points, and below them is St. Louis in the Central. Winnipeg has kind of impressed me too, actually. Mm-hmm. And Chicago's four, four, and four, so that's not bad. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, we thought they were going to be. They got. They beat. They were. They beat a couple like really good teams too, like just recently too. So, do you do you think any of those big dogs are going to be traded out of Chicago? Taves or Kane? Do you think? Any of them are going to be gone? Yeah, both of them. Rumor is Taves to the Oilers. Hmm. I, I I guess so, but I think I think it's going to be Taves to uh, Colorado. Where do you think Kaner will go? New York to the Rangers. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Or uh, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue their record. Uh, which we don't know. Buffalo is starting off very good. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo, New York is actually Patrick Kane's hometown. Yeah. And uh, they've got a lot of young pieces that they can move out to get a guy like Patrick Kane. Do you think he plays there by the end of his career? Yes. I think so, too. Yeah. Like, the same thing. Do you think Austin Matthews is going to play in Arizona at some point? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they build their new arena. Yeah. And I don't know who else like three years. Like Ottawa seemed like they started kind of hot too, and then they've kind of died off a little bit. Yeah. They've lost three straight. I, I think way too many people were hot on them at the start of the year. Like mm-hmm. coming out of the offseason, everyone's like, Oh, watch for Ottawa, watch for Ottawa. Eh. They they're very meh to me. Like they got a good top six, don't get me wrong. But their goalies, like they got Cam Talbot. Uh, he's still Anton Forsberg has been okay, and then after that, it's just like depth goalie tending. It hasn't been strong. They got one good defenseman. They got Thomas Shabbat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. They're <laughs> they'll be middle of the pack. Like once once they get like guys like Tim Stutzla in their prime, and DeBrinket, who's already in his prime, like they're gonna be solid next year mm-hmm. yeah the oilers so we got kane got a hat trick yeah uncle, uncle leo had five points mcdavid's got 11 goals in 10 games two or six of those goals being on two hat tricks mm-hmm. boys do you think this could be one of the years that the oilers make like a run at it like an absolute run possibly the only reason i would ask calgary Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the only reason i would be hesitant on that is because the goalie that they're paying five million dollars for right now is not their starter yeah jack campbell has looked rough yeah and it's not a 0.881 save percentage and a 3.9 goals against yeah that's like a mid 80s save percentage but skinner is got a 1.59 yeah he leads the nhl and a save percentage of not uh 955 yeah he leads who is on my fantasy team so i'm happy but uh but Stuart skinner yeah he's uh you know, he's been kind of a sleeper goalie the past couple of years. He's been their backup and always had solid numbers, but looks like it's kind of his time to shine. And Jack Campbell's scratching his head. He's got to figure that out because mm. 
this is the goalie that I saw Jack Campbell being like Toronto did good with him because they were solid defensively last year and the year prior. But like before that, when he was in LA, he was nothing to write home about. And Mm -hmm. ultimately you go back four years, he was ruled as a bust because he was a first round goalie taken by Dallas who they all but gave up on and Mm -hmm. left them to free agency. And uh, now, now I I don't know what to think of him, but we'll see. Uh, I think Tristan, I think that pressure really gets to him. Like, when it comes right down to it, now you know you're the established number one goalie, and now you're you're just and that's a pretty good team he's got in front of him. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, you should be rolling. That's a lot of firepower. And he, but he got paid. He got paid. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> he got the money. That's crazy, man. Yeah, we're definitely. I try to watch their games too a bunch because they're just so fun to watch too. McDavid's just so fast; like it's crazy how fast that guy's. Everything's in high speed. You don't even know if it's real. But his feet, his his hands move as fast as his feet does. Yeah, like that's the part that's pretty crazy about him. Um. Also, Boston last night, where they were down two goals in the third period, battled back, tied the game, won it in overtime. To give Pittsburgh their fifth straight loss. What is going on in Pittsburgh? Right. And, and and where's everybody talking about Pittsburgh? Nobody's talking about Pittsburgh. Yeah. So Pittsburgh is um they're four, four, and two. Ten points on the year so far. But that's the crazy, the craziest part about it is like Crosby and them have been like decent like oh very good yeah yeah. you know yeah. what i mean crosby's got 12 points in freaking 10 games five goals seven assists malkin's five and five with 10 russ is four and four eight points like they're getting offense like what do you guys yeah. think here like well the goaltending right now is kind of the goals against um the ones at 297 the other one's at 342 so yeah, it's not very good. Um, they're you know what they're both I, basically three, right? Yeah, it's yeah. they're you know <laughs> what they're very very similar to me in aspects of Ottawa, in that they're a top six heavy team, and then their depth really plummets off because as much as I hate to bash on teams, uh, Pittsburgh has done a crap job drafting and managing their prospects. So they kind of have to scrape the bottom of the barrel when it comes to free agents to get their bottom six filled out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of they end up playing with Crosby top line and they pop off. So everyone's like, oh, they're, you know, there's some kind of finessing by the general manager. But eh, I think ultimately it's going to come down to depth and winning those tight games because you have depth. And Pittsburgh doesn't have that. And unfortunately, that's why they're sitting at the 500 mark right now. What I think they need to do is make a couple deals because this is going to be probably one of the last couple runs that you're going to get with those big three there. Yeah. And I I predict two years down the road that uh, like when Crosby and that starts to decline, if he ever does uh, before retiring, Brian rust contract is going to hurt them. Uh, Signing that deal long-term for a guy who really feeds off of. I don't think it's going to look good. Mm -hmm. He'll probably end up wearing the suit. Do you think that Crosby will, play for another team before he retires? Well, what's he got? He's got two years on his contract left? Yeah, yeah I think so. I, or uh, does he retire a Penguin? 
I bet he goes out a penguin. He's going to do the same thing Mario did. Yeah. You won your cups. Unless yeah. he's unless he's going to chase a cup. I'm just saying you won your cups. You got two more years. You got two more kicks at it, right? Mm-hmm. Retire and enjoy your life, man. Yeah, you made a zillion dollars. I, He'll end I up could... being a GM somewhere. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, enjoy. Like, you're, you're still young. You still got your health. You know, one more concussion, it could fucking kill that guy. Yeah, he's... Yeah. You know, like, he's got a soft egg now. I I could see... The only thing I could see him moving to is if he requested a trade before his contract ends out and he goes to where McKinnon is in Colorado mm. and joins him because they're good friends uh, from out East. They grew up in the same hometown. So I, I think could that see would that. be a bad look on his part. Just retire as a penguin. You know, you gave your city your all, you know, like, and then you're well, going to go chase another one more cup. And, and what if you lose? You, you, you know, Iserman didn't do it. And when they wanted to trade him, he said he'll retire and you can go fuck yourself with the trade mm. because I'll just retire. And it, now it's null and void. So either take me and I'll take on the next contract and we can keep Fetter off and I'll take a pay cut, you know, and that's what, that's what good loyal hockey players do. And yeah, I see, I, I see Sidney Crosby doing that. I ironically to your point though, uh, Fedorov ended up demanding too much even after the the after, the, after he signed. Yeah, right. Yeah. He he right. went to Anaheim, which yep. bad choice by him because he would have won a cup if he had stayed in Detroit. But yep. yeah, that was great. But remember the year that he fucking held out and he came back like later in the year and when he played for the Red Wings, and it was like he got a whole ass load of money. He played like half of the season. He got an ass load of money, and then if the Red Wings made conference finals there was an enormous bonus there for him too and the red wings won the cup that year and everything went up at the joe for sales of this or that or whatever and they always call it the fedorov tax (laughs) so but remember that shit though that was like well he was a greedy brick yeah chris well tristan there was probably fucking super young you might not remember that one but no i would i would have been like two but yeah it was yeah so i'm surprised that you don't remember it then so (laughs) he had like he had like held out and he got like a astronomical amount of cash to play half a season and then when they made freaking conference final there like i said there was a huge bonus and the wings won the cup that year so he essentially he played like half a year in the playoffs and made tons (laughs) Tons of money. So that was crazy. Other than that, I'm tapped out. Do you guys have anything else that you guys want to talk about? I just want, want, want to say that 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 Jack Eye guy, man, that that he's something else. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like holy shit. Like he is the toughest in the league now. I think so. And it must have been curling all those boxes at Costco. Yeah. Well, plus he's got fucking mitts on him. You see the I know, like the they were talking about how big his hands are, and they're like they're like cinder blocks. Like ask Cassian. Yeah, man. Xavier Jack guy is one one tough bird. I, I will say I still think there's a couple guys who in the league. But uh like I think Ryan Reeves would still run him to the ground and I think uh Jimmy Ben. But think, other than that, I don't think anyone touches him. I think the only one that would give him a go is gonna be Revo. 
I don't think either of those guys. I think he'll shake them out like fucking carpets. Cassie, and did, did you see Cassie and after when he threw him down, he kind of sat up like, oh, he kind of spun him around all, too, yeah, right? All he's that kind like, of sucked. Yeah. He probably felt like a little kid. And I'm like almost, well, I'm probably rated in and around six foot. And I have a photo with Zach and he's towering over me. Yeah. Zach Cassian's six, three. So yeah, that's what I mean. He's a big boy. So to just, for him to just throw him around like that, the Habs, I'll tell you in the next three years or so, Ottawa and the Habs and the wings are going to be fun to watch. So the wings are knocking on the door of it. They're probably within a year or two. But I mean, like Montreal is going to be real fun to watch coming up. I, I don't know about after the other night. Yeah, they. I was a. They, they got blasted. Yeah, they got beat. Oh, like there's another two. thing I do want to mention. Uh, props to Tage Thompson, six point game. Yeah, three and three. Yeah, is that, is that good? Yeah, <laughs> three I, goals. The game. <laughs> three goals and three assists. Like, and it was so stupid. Like it was. I, I shut off the game after the second period because it was like four to one. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And then I see the wings scored two. And I'm like, oh, four to three. I'll turn back on the game. And Detroit gets scored on four more times in the last 10 minutes. Did you see the one goal the movie made? Like he made like an amazing deke, like around a guy, deke the goalie, like fuck. Yeah, and he's huge. He's yeah. like six six and 225. Yeah. yeah he's got like, some mitts on him, man. Incredible movie made. Nice goal. Real nice goal. Yeah. And in correspondence to that, Alex Nedeljkovic sucks. Like, <laughs> he, he has not been it for the Red Wings at all. Like, anytime Billy Husu has played, great game for the Red Wings. Alex, he's he's had some tough games in Detroit. Like, I'm thinking last year, like, the 11-2 game versus Pittsburgh. And I think, I think he's going to get traded out solo right now they're gonna wait till the trade deadline but who who would you like to see them bring in oh actually i i did see a uh a post online about this uh it has been reported that um the vancouver canucks because of their slow to start and how they are and there's a discrepancy between the coach and this particular player and he's a pending free agent bo horvat has uh, been reported that the Red Wings, if he becomes available with trade, the Red Wings will have considerable interest in him. Mm-hmm. So he's a two-way centerman who's got fantastic speed, and I would love to see him brought in in exchange for what I'm thinking is probably Bertuzzi and Adelkovic in a package. Well, I saw pretty much almost the same thing, but I heard it could be Larkin going the other way, 1-1. No, that's stupid. That's stupid. No. So because Dylan Larkin is no no no. Just so here's here's the frame of reference. Bo Horvat has won playoffs, I want to say. So does Larkin. They have the same po- amount of points in those playoffs. And in this in like contrast, Larkin was like four years younger, and uh point per game average is like point like he's only had 50 points in his seasons on average. Yeah, he had a couple 70 point seasons. This is Bull Horvat I'm talking. Then Larkin just last year, he was on point per game pace. Or he yeah. got hurt and same with the year before. So it's like I I don't think that's a compare. If Larkin gets shipped out because Eisman doesn't like what he's seeing as a leader or whatever, it's gonna be for Horvat plus, like mm-hmm. Niels Hoglander, uh, or you know. 
maybe one of their goalies, like a Spencer Martin as a backup. And like, I just don't like the idea of a one for one. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you there. hundred percent. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that, to be honest with you. I just seen a thing that it was just, it just said, oh, well, with the Red Wings and Larkin being so far away and this happening over there and this happening over here, what about swapping them? That's what what the one article I seen. You know, I'd say Horvat is two thirds of the hockey player uh, Larkin is. Now, I could also, free agent, and he's going to want a lot of money, Brock Besser. Mm-hmm. He's a really good goal scorer. And the Wings could use some more goal scoring. So if he got in there with Horvat, maybe then they go Larkin for Besser and Horvat. But then again, I'm being a homer. I know Vancouver fans are going to be like, oh, what do you mean, Bo Horvat? Like, he's the greatest thing on the earth. Like, okay, well, you could say that and we could sit here and we're not going to get anywhere. So that's where I think that trade goes. Like, Eiserman hangs up the phone as soon as they mention the name Larkin is what I think. So, Well, hopefully you're right. Yeah. Boys, anything guys, else? Or are you guys, guys good? talking about the Red Wings? <laughs> hey, oh, Rob's just zoning out now that all the like Leafs talks over. He's fucking <laughs> over there zoning out. I could see his stash growing from here for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, so if she is, like, want to know what helps that grow? I'll tell you off the air, okay? So, <laughs> all right, drag. <laughs> um, on that note, fellas. Until next week, Aunt Rob, Tristan, we're signing off. We're out of here. We'll talk to you beauties next week. It was fun talking a, to you guys. Yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Okay. See ya.